Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion. Team. The Gym Day Podcast is brought to you by Kroger, fresh for everyone. Now batting, number one in our hearts. At least he'd like to think so. It's the Gym Day Podcast. All right, thank you, Josie. It's another edition of the Gym Day Podcast and I can't believe we've gotten here, but we're here. Baseball, like officially, like real games, like regular season later on this week. And can't wait for that because we've been waiting for the debuts of, in a Reds uniform at least, of a few guys. And one of the guys is the guest on this here podcast. That would be Mike Moustakis. Mike, how we doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank you very much for having me. And oh. I can't wait for baseball too, bro. We're, we're all excited over here. I bet. I mean, I was... Uh, you know, I was comparing something to 2019 the other day, and I'm like, way back when in 2019, because it yeah. seems like eons ago. Absolutely. Uh, lots lots changed in 2020, uh, but, you know, uh, at least we're going to get some baseball back pretty soon, so that's a, that's a good start. <laughs> Has there been some, I mean, you've been around the block, obviously, World Series championship with the Royals, a uh, successful stint in Milwaukee, uh, so you've been around the block a few times, but is there some anxiousness to make your Reds debut? Um, I I'd say yes. Um, a, a little bit maybe if uh, if I was able to play in front of the fans in opening day, uh, a real true opening day out here. I was kind of really looking forward uh, to that. Um, it's going to be interesting though, you know, with, with no fans and the way everything's going to go down. Now, uh, you know, at least for the start of this thing. So uh, we'll see what happens, but. Uh, it, it's been pretty a pretty interesting ride with with no fans and playing the crowd noise through the speakers. Uh, it's going to take some getting used to. Oh, I bet. I always love when uh, a, a player that's been around the league, but they're now becoming a red, and it, you hear about opening day in Cincinnati and all the festivities, and everyone looking forward to taking that in. I guess uh, we all miss out on that this year. Yeah. And uh, I, I imagine you were the same looking forward uh, to a true opening day in Cincinnati. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, obviously it's not, it's not exactly what, uh, you know, you're looking for. Um, but, you know, the good thing is, is we're going to, we're going to be out there playing some baseball and giving the, giving some Reds fans um, something to cheer about right now. And, uh, it'll it'll be a good time, uh, regardless. At least we're playing ball. Yeah, you lost what you said, fifteen to twenty pounds. 
in yeah. the down period, the, the, the stoppage, and you said your wife got you, uh, she was cooking some healthy foods. and Oh, yeah, she's she always cooks healthy. She's a, she's uh, an, an incredible woman, to say the least. But, um, you know, we, we were in California, and we weren't really able to uh, – to do too much out there yeah. um as far as leaving the house and uh we didn't go to any restaurants uh, and so we my wife would send me out to the store and i'd get whatever was on the list and she'd make uh she'd make incredible dinners and then i was running around uh chasing around two kids and um <laughs> looking after the third one and swimming every day and just uh having having making the most out of a, a difficult situation, which I think is what everyone was trying to do during the uh, quarantine time. Well, is that a, uh, a goal that you like, listen, I'm going to take off some pounds here uh, yeah. because of the move to second base or just in general? Um, a little bit of, in general. Um, I'd say um, I also didn't have access to um, the weights. You know, I, I, I was lifting really heavy this off season um, and, you know, I didn't have access to that stuff and I wasn't able to, you know, lift this heavy. So I was doing a lot more cardio and a lot more running and um, stuff I haven't been able to do in, in the past just because of my knee. Um, and I, I felt great and was able to get out there and, and do that stuff. And I uh, did a lot of swimming, swimming with the kids, which was awesome. You know, a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, a little stressful when you got two, uh, two kids under four learning to swim. So uh, other than that, we were, <laughs> We were having a good time, um, but yeah, it was uh, again just trying to make the most out of a, a, a difficult situation, yeah. which uh, you know not just obviously not just me, but the entire you know world was in, and uh, we were just trying to you know make the most of it. And it was time that uh, we couldn't get back as as a family. You know, I, I had an incredible time hanging out with my kids. Yeah, normally this time of year, I mean, I found myself doing things and experiencing things like, wow, I've never like in May and June been able to do this. Can't remember a, a Father's Day I didn't work or a July Fourth I didn't work. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely different for all of us, yeah. uh, to say the least. You know, not being able to uh, put on a uniform and, and you know play on on those days. But yeah. uh, again, we had a great time at, at home, and I've got to spend some uh, spend a summer in California, which I haven't done in about fifteen years. So it's pretty pretty fun to be able to do that for a little while. Have you noticed the the weight loss? Have you noticed a difference on the field? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm moving around a lot better, uh, a little, a lot more agile around the bag. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm never, I've never been a, a stolen base threat, but I feel good around the bases. Uh, been just, just overall uh, in a better spot to play some baseball. Yeah, at second base, uh, I know you, something like 42 games maybe with the Brewers at second base, right? Last year. Um, are you kind of, you know, people always have their doubts. Well, EK is a third baseman. He can't play second base. He's got a third baseman's body. He's a power hitter, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, a little bit out to maybe prove some people wrong or, uh, you yeah. know, I know you have your own expectations within yourself, which are most important, but, yeah. uh, prove people wrong as well. Maybe, um, you know, it, it's funny you say that, you know, I came, I actually got drafted as a shortstop. Yeah. So I am familiar with the middle of the diamond. I've played shortstop my entire life. Um, moved over to third and yeah, I, I'm, I'm a bigger, bigger body type of guy. Um, but 
you know, with all the information we have now, um, all the data that we collect, and especially in Cincinnati, we have phenomenal guys in this department and they put us in a position to succeed. And, uh, you know, I feel comfortable wherever they're putting me at. And as, as far as proving people wrong, you know, I, I used to want to do that when I was younger. Um, now I, I, I like proving people right. I like I like making people that, um, you know, took a chance on me or, you know, decided to put me in this position. I'd rather prove people right than prove them wrong. Uh, give give the satisfaction of these guys that, you know, hey, listen, we're going to we're going to see if Moose can play second. I'd rather do that than, you know, people. Oh, he can't do it. He can't do it. Uh, I've, I've stopped listening to uh, the negativity and I just look for, for positivity from, from everybody. And uh, that's kind of how I've been the last couple of years. And uh, it's been, been working out pretty well. Well, prove me right then, because uh, when I'm watching workouts and I was watching you in Goodyear before the shutdown, first thing I noticed is that well, this guy has pretty good hands. Yeah. Um, maybe some underrated hands, which I always look at first with an infielder. Right. Uh, range not as much anymore because uh, certainly you got to have range and the weight loss is going to help. But right. uh, in the na- nowadays with all the shifting and the positioning and as you said, putting you in right places to be successful, don't quite have to have as much range. So it's right. uh, setting you up for success. So prove me right. I think you can do it. I got you, bro. Anytime, <laughs> anytime. <laughs> hey, what are your impressions? You mentioned that the uh, the the Reds. Uh, at least I get the impression from you that they're uh, doing the right things as far as giving you a, a plate to be successful. What are your impressions of the organization, even though you've yet to play a regular season game? It's a, it's incredible, you know, from top to bottom. Um, you know, I haven't, haven't gotten to know everybody quite, uh, quite yet. Uh, and people are still getting to know me. Um, but this is, it's an incredible organization. It's, it's first class the whole way. Um, you know, everybody's, invested in winning a world championship and um you know that's that's all you can ask for as a player you want everybody to be on the same page uh and just go out there and find ways to to win baseball games and that's that's the most important thing for all for all of us and again from top to bottom everyone is invested in that and that's our goal every single year uh every single game and it's it's been um, it's been fun to be here so far and I can't wait, uh, to, to, to see what happens moving forward, man. It's, it's just an exciting team, uh, young guys, uh, veteran guys. We've got a great mix. We got a great, great bunch of guys coming up through the, through the minor leagues. And I can't wait to see what these guys can do. Do you have the roster and the team to compete, to win it all? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and if, if, if we didn't, then there's no point in showing up every day. Yeah. Um, there's, um, you know, there's only one goal I've ever had that I set, and that's just to win a World Series. And if uh, if my mindset is on that, um, then everything else will take care of itself. But we um, we have the we have the the talent, we have the players, and we have we have the mindset um, of going out and winning every day. And I think that's uh, that's something that can't be taught, and it's something that's got to be, uh, you know, over time you, you you figure out how to do it. And uh, this team has got that going on, and. Um, I'm excited to be a part, a little, a little part of what we got going. You had mentioned getting used to playing with no fans and the crowd noise that they're pumping in. I mean, it is really different. It's been re- different just to watch the scrimmages. 
seems to be, and these are just teammates. This isn't going to happen in the regular season. Who knows? Maybe you two teams are going to be yapping at each other. But there's been a lot of talk during these scrimmages, and oh, you yeah. can hear everything. What what's it yeah. been like down there? Um, you know, it's it's funny. Uh, this is like a normal baseball game to us. This is how baseball is always played. Yeah. You just can't ever you can't ever really hear us because of the crowd. We're always talking. We're always. Uh, you know, guys on the other teams we're talking to, we're messing around, having fun. Um, but obviously, it's baseball's. Uh, we're here to win ball games. Um, but that, it, it's it's a cool uh, look at what actually happens during the games or how we actually act on the field. Um, to hear us talking all that stuff, it's 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 pretty cool. But yeah, it's it's kind of a normal thing. <laughs> Who talks the most smack on this team? Um. You know, I think we all talk a lot of a lot of trash, and it's funny. Um, but it's all good, uh, lighthearted, um, uh, back and forth. Uh, I, I wouldn't say one person in general. Uh, again, I haven't gotten to know everybody that well quite yet. I like to kind of just stir the pot, get everybody going. So nice. Well, I thought yeah, you were going to say Winker. Uh, Winker does. He talks. He talks. He talks. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's all in good fun. So. Uh, we we're having a good time right now and we'll, we'll see how, see how it progresses these next couple of days. We got some, some heated games coming up and we'll see how they go. <laughs> you, uh, before, and now this, there's been stories written about this, but, uh, before you take your BP sessions, you will hit right-handed and hit right. a home run right-handed. Right. Um, where did this start? I know you used to switch hit, right? And you, right. you wish that you would have heeded your dad's advice to keep switch hitting. Something yep. I thought I'd read or heard. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, absolutely. So where'd this start? And you, I mean, you look like your natural right-handed hitter, and obviously you're hitting home. Do you wait until you hit one out before you go to the left side? No, I just, uh, I, I'd take three swings just to loosen up my body going the other way. Uh, it's actually, it's actually something I started doing uh, a while ago in the minor leagues. Um, but I would just do it in the cage and when I got to uh, the big leagues in Kansas City, I'd do it a couple times. But um, when we really started doing it on the field, me and Dale Swaim, our hitting coach out in Kansas City, we'd have a, a running bet uh, every single day. I'd get three swings to hit a home run, and if I did, uh, I'd win the bet. If I didn't, I'd obviously he'd win. Um, but he'd always he'd always like double or nothing in big parks, uh, like at, at, in Kaufman, he'd double or nothing me, and you know I I put a couple out there, but. I'd always try and double up in like uh, you know Wrigley or Fenway, trying to trying to steal one or two. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, yeah, it's just kind of something fun that we would do just to start off the round, and uh, just kept kept doing it, and uh, just just having having a good time out there playing ball, man. Nothing uh, nothing too crazy. <laughs> well, you look natural swinging it, so and it obviously yeah. uh, will loosen up muscles in your body. On the other side, if you will, your hips yep. aren't used to going that way, so mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of get that a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as this batting order, you guys uh, on paper it looks like you could do some damage. You excited to see what you could do, even in a sixty-game sprint? Yeah, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Um, you know, it's 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 a deep lineup, and that's what's nice. And then this DH, I think, just helps us. It helps David out a lot. Um, you know, with with all the outfielders that we have, all the talent that we have out there, it'll, it adds another position that we can, you know, throw in a guy and mix and match at bats against and stuff. So, um, I, I love our lineup. Uh, 
I love the ability that we have to get on base. I love that uh, the power that we have throughout, and it's just gonna be a fun fun team to watch. There's a lot of ways we can win, a lot of ways we can beat you, and um, you know, mostly it'll just basically come down to that pitching staff. All we gotta do is just be up by one and let them let them roll, and it's uh, it's it's gonna be a fun fun thing to watch. Do you set personal goals as far as numbers go before a season? Yeah, um, just it's honestly I said it earlier. Just one goal is to win a World Series, and if my mindset is there, um, everything else will t- else will take care of itself. Uh, I, I I used to set goals. I used to want when I was a younger younger player. Used to want to do this or do that. Uh, and then when you don't reach those goals, it feels like a letdown or disappointment. In this game, there's there's so much disappointment. You go three for ten, you're having a great a great series or a great you know week or whatever. And I just try and. Uh, keep my mindset just on one thing, just do what I can to help the team win that day. And, you know, that's a successful day for me. We are talking with Mike Moustakis of the Reds, and we will get to know Mike a little bit more after these messages from Kroger. There's nothing better than talking about baseball and American original. And what could make baseball even better? Pairing it with the other American original, David Seeds. David salted and roasted sunflower seeds date back to their start in 1926. Roasted in the USA, David Seeds contain no artificial colors. Their whole roasted seeds are made with quality ingredients for an authentic home-style flavor. Crack into David Seeds, America's favorite seed brand today. Available at Kroger throughout Ridge Country. At Kroger, we know there's never a good time to run out of fresh. Luckily, our delivery and free pickup make it easy to grab what you need. So whether it's a few extra buns for the backyard barbecue, strawberries for your post-workout smoothie, or some miscellaneous munchies for movie night, we make it easy to get back to doing, well, whatever you were doing. Get what you need right when you need it with delivery and free pickup from Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. All right, Mike, people still getting used to uh, you in a Reds uniform, and people love to know guys on and off the field. Uh, you were born and raised in Los Angeles, an L.A. kid, correct? Correct, yes. The San Fernando Valley, to be exact. Son of Connie and Mike. Yes. And your mom, uh, God rest her soul, uh, passed away in 2015. Yes. And I know you were honoring her by you would sketch your initials in the dirt outside the batter's box. Correct. Is that something you're still doing, or was that the right after it? Oh no! I, I do it every every at bat. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. She she comes with me to the plate every at bat. That is uh, that's tremendous. Yeah. And she was uh, into softball, and I guess growing up at times, uh, mom would throw you batting practice. Oh yeah, mom and dad would throw me batting practice. They uh, um, I I couldn't ask for two better parents. They were in- incredible. They took me to all my all my games. Me and my sisters. Uh, they were just I- I- incredible parents. I was very very fortunate to, to have such great, um, you know, role models and and people that I could, you know, just see every day and look up to. And it was uh, it was definitely an amazing childhood that I had. Uh, and they, they never missed the game, which was incredible. Well, I had read a story about you were talking about mom in the crowd at your games. And you'd always know where mom was sitting because she was a little enthused. Oh, yeah. My, my, mom, uh, my mom loved baseball. She would always have her Pepsi or sunflower seeds and uh, her scorebook. And she'd always... Wow, sunflower seeds and a scorebook? 
Oh yeah. She oh, was doing I'm digging it. it. She was doing it. I love um, it. But she she would keep score, um, and she she knew a lot about the game, and it, it was pretty funny because I always knew where my mom was, but I never knew where my dad was because he was always roaming around the outfield, uh, watching from different angles. But you know, as a son, as a son, you you have that kind of sixth sense where your dad's always at, kind of standing around, and I, in the back of my mind, I always knew where he was at too. So it was. Uh, it was always kind of a running joke on the teams I played with. <laughs> You've listed uh, your dad as the biggest inspiration in your life. Yes. that true? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, him and, and my mother. Um, yeah. But my, my dad, again, with he, the, the amount of time that he took after coming home from work and, um, you know, took to take me to my baseball practices or my games or my sister's. Um, you know, dance recitals or all, all that stuff. It was uh, just incredible to see him go to work every day and to see him come back and, and be an incredible father. Um, it's something that I would uh, love to be, um, and I hope my kids can, can say the same thing about, you know, about me when they get older. He was a, a quarterback at UCLA, wasn't he, your dad? Not the corner. Uh, he was like a halfback, but he uh, – he, I always, I always talk him up, and he never likes it. But he uh, is way, way back in the day, way back in the day. When you had halfbacks, or they don't even call them halfbacks anymore. Yeah, he, uh, he, he, he always tells me he lined up against uh, Kermit Alexander, and that's when he realized that he needed to figure out a different job. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in your genes. You played football too, didn't you? I, you broke your ankle. And- I did. Yeah. Put I everything did, yeah. in jeopardy, and you'd uh, put uh, football in your rearview mirror at that point. Yeah, I played. Uh, I I played quarterback as yeah. a, as a kid, and uh, my junior year broke my ankle, and that was the the last time I played. So ended up being ended up being a good idea. I was going to say it's worked out pretty well for you. Yeah, so far. Yeah, you're uh, of Greek descent. I am. Grandmother I was am. born in Greece, right? I know you used to yeah. fly the. Uh, Greek flag above your locker in Kansas City, so very proud. Oh yeah, yeah, um, definitely uh, of Greek descent. Um, don't speak a word of it, which I am still embarrassed. I need to start uh, need to start learning. Um, but yeah, I uh, still have the Greek flag. Keep it keep it with me everywhere I go. Uh, it was a gift from my father, so it's pretty 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 special. Um, but yeah, very very proud of my heritage and, and who I am and where I come from. And, um, it's, uh, it's definitely, definitely been cool getting to, uh, you know, go to these cities and meet, meet other Greek, uh, you know, people and, and talk and hear stories. So it's been, it's been fun. Are you into Greek food? I am. I am. Give me some dish. What do you, what do you like? What? Oh, I mean, I just, you just can go standard with the, with the euros, but there's a Spanish is incredible pastizos it's just a bunch of great food yeah. uh make they make, greek uh greek people make an incredible soup it's an ava lemono soup uh it's delicious but um uh, yeah i i'm pretty pretty basic uh when it comes to that stuff though was the wife avoiding stuff like euros during your healthy eating time <laughs> yeah we couldn't uh couldn't <laughs> make those but uh she she does make a, a greek chicken pita which is delicious so nice yeah very very nice oh yeah oh yeah when i look up uh and again usually I, i'm just talking to guys and and i know like i would know you very well by now but right 
this this whole shutdown has me all mixed up. Yeah. Because you're new to the Reds. And I, you know, I got a few weeks with you in Goodyear, Arizona, but it's still not like traveling around and exactly just shooting the breeze every day. So yeah, I'm asking that's... these questions like I don't know you because I don't know you yet. I know people are that used to listening to this podcast. Are like, wow, he's he knows him. Well, uh-huh. yeah, we're we're still getting to know everybody yeah. still, and you know it's um uh, it's hard, especially over here because I'm still I'm still the new guy, but everyone's wearing a mask, so I'm like, man, yeah. I just yeah. They, you <laughs> should trying. have to have name tags on your mask. Yeah, like remember in football they have like the uh, the yeah. names on the forehead the, of the helmet, the piece of tape across the helmet, <laughs> so the coach knows who's yelling at or whose face mask he's grabbing and yelling at. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Although they're not allowed to grab those face masks anymore, yeah. it's, it's a new world. But back when I played football, man, you do something wrong, they grab that face mask and yank you over by your neck. Same, same. Yeah, uh, you list amongst your hobbies golf and fishing, correct? Correct. Yeah. Not, not a great fisherman still, uh, again, still learning, but I guess, yeah, I, I guess you can say I'm not a great golfer either. Um, depends on what day it is, but, um, uh, I love going out. I'm, I'm actually not, I'm not bad. I play at like a, a five or six handicap. So what? you're five or uh, six handicap. You said I'm not that good. I'm not, I'm not smoking I mean, like I a can, true professional athlete. Like he's, I can, I can get up there pretty quick, man. It can, yeah. It can happen pretty quick, just like everybody else. Oh yeah! <laughs> Didn't you have a hole in one at Pebble Beach? I did. I did. That was my, uh, nice. my one and only on seventeen. It was pretty cool. The famed seventeen, where Tom Watson chipped in. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, it's actually awesome. There's a plaque over there where he chipped from. It's such a yeah. cool. It's such a cool hole. It's an awesome. It really hole. is. It's uh, I. I was able to golf Pebble Beach actually. Shot one of my better rounds there. I don't know. I was just unconscious. The golf gods were looking down on me. But yeah, that that plaque is incredible. And oh yeah, just the hey, course. But got... to say you had a hole in one at Pebble Beach. Yeah. I mean, goodness, flair yeah. for the dramatic. Is there anything you yeah. can't do? Yeah, my uh, it's actually pretty cool. My buddy, uh, my buddy got it on video. Uh, really, it's right, on video. Yeah. Well, right afterwards, like oh, he got okay. our reaction. Uh, so it was pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, uh, let's see. You, had, I read somewhere you expressed interest in being a firefighter if you weren't a baseball player. Is that true? Um, yeah, uh, firefighter. I thought about, uh, you know, I probably would have joined the military if I wasn't playing baseball. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I looked into firefighting. Um, you know, I, I was 18 when I got drafted, so this is this is all I've ever known. Um, you know, I never had any other job um, as an as an adult. So being able to, uh, you know, consider myself a professional baseball player for my entire life has been pretty, pretty incredible. Um, and yeah, now, like looking back on, I don't know what I would have done. I have, I have no idea. Um, I was young, 18 year old kid and um, fortunate enough to be doing this for for a long time now. Yeah. You say military, you would have joined the military. Uh, uh, I, again, I. I I, I would have when I was 18 um, if I, I but I don't know you know man it's been it's been a long time since I was an 18 year old so <laughs> yeah. um, but you know I have a I have the utmost respect for anybody that you know puts on any sort of uniform yeah. uh, um, especially people going out and risking their lives uh, you know so I can come here and play baseball so it's pretty pretty awesome to to have uh, such an amazing you know, group of men and women that 
come out and uh, you know risk there so we can have baseball here. It's pretty pretty special. Yeah, I'm with you. I uh, have the same admiration for anyone that's put on a uniform at any level or any time. Um, Absolutely. So they are they continue to be the backbone of America. Absolutely. Uh, no doubt about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You list uh sports hero Mickey Mantle. Is that from your dad? That is from my dad. Um he he would always tell me stories uh growing up. He grew up in in Tampa. And he'd go out to, uh, you know, the Yankees spring training complex out there. And um, obviously spring training is a little bit different nowadays than it is uh, back then. He said he'd walk up and watch watch Mickey and all, all those guys. And it was just incredible for him. So uh, I think that was another reason why I wanted to switch hit was to be more like him. Um, but it, it, it just it just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> well, not yet. You're still hitting him out at BP. So uh, no practice doesn't count. <laughs> I don't know. You could. I bet you you could go up there in a game and at least make some contact. Uh, well, I don't know, man. It's 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 hard enough to hit on one side right now. So <laughs> <laughs> there's no doubt. It's I think uh, pitching is as good as it's ever been, and just because of the the velocity now. Oh yeah, I mean it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Um, you know we're we're going through inner squads right now, and I'm just every guy that comes out there is throwing 98, yeah. 90, 97, and then even the guys that don't throw hard have the the high spin rate that the ball just jumps out of their hand. It looks like ninety six. I'm just like, all right, <laughs> yeah, all right. Where's where's the eighty six, eighty eight guys? We need those. No doubt about it. I mean, it's just it's and just... even those guys, those guys are nasty sinker, slider, everything. Yeah, it's it's pitching's been incredible, and especially on this team, man, this team's got some incredible pitchers, and I'm I'm excited to play some defense behind them. Yeah, and I know these scrimmages will help because you're facing uh, really good pitchers, and I'm sure the feedback going back and forth between you guys is, is helpful as well. At least I hope Absolutely. everyone's taking advantage of that. Yeah. Um, let me see. Three people you'd invite to dinner. You listed your dad, Mickey Mantle, and yeah. John Wooden. Yes. Yeah, I actually had the uh, I had the chance to meet John Wooden. Really? Uh, when I was a kid, I went to oh. his basketball camp, and um, my dad went to UCLA. My sister went to UCLA, so uh, just kind of in, kind of a, in the family thing. I got the signed pyramid of success that he uh, he my nice. dad got me for my birthday. So it was pretty pretty awesome. But yeah, I got a I got a cool picture uh, with me and. Uh, Mr. Wooden when I was a young kid it was a uh, pretty pretty special and I think I think it'd be cool just to have like my dad Mickey Mantle and John Wooden I think it'd be more so for my dad uh, just to talk to him and uh, listen to the stories they could tell it'd be it'd be fun wow that's tremendous celebrity I most want to meet Euless Stone Cold Steve Alston yeah I love yeah. that yeah you know I'm I, I live out in uh, California and I've, I've met, uh, you know, through our charity uh, that me, Ryan Braun, Christian Yelich and uh, Mike Adonacio uh, and Jer now Jared Goff. Uh, you know, we've gotten to meet some some pretty awesome people uh, over these last couple of years. And, uh, you know, I just always wanted to meet Stone Cold. I was a huge Stone Cold fan when I was a kid. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so getting to uh, get to know a lot of celebrities and actors and actresses is is awesome. Um, but I always wanted to to meet Stone Cold. 
That is great. Yeah. Are you still a wrestling fan or just don't have you, the time you, now? You know, I actually wasn't um, wasn't a huge wrestling fan. Um, I was just a Stone Cold fan. Anytime he was on, like him and The Rock would go at oh, it. I'd was, definitely be watching yeah. that. Um, but yeah, I was always playing baseball. I was always outside playing playing sports, so I didn't didn't get to watch too much wrestling. Um, and still, still don't watch it that much. Uh, yeah, I, I just think you know, watching Stone Cold's movies now is just kind of that's that guy would be awesome to hang out with for a day. <laughs> he's got a good podcast too. Does he? I need to check it out. Yeah, he's got a podcast. Out. He's got good guests on there, and it's it's obvious yeah. that he takes it serious because he's. He does research. He's always talking about the research that he does about these yeah. guys. But do you have a Steve Austin impression? No, I got nothing. I got nothing. Because he's got that deep voice. You know, he's talking down yeah. here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, the only thing I did was when we uh, we won the World Series, uh, they gave us a, a championship belt, and I uh, I got I had the championship belt for a little bit, and I uh, I slammed two two beers together, and that nice. was about it. <laughs> yes. That is fantastic. All right, you yeah. mentioned re- real quick uh, celebrities you've met. Uh, would you like to name drop? Oh no, I, I'm, I'm. You know, I, if there's one one I can name drop, it'd be Charlie Sheen. He came out uh, to the to the softball game that we had. Uh, it was pretty awesome to to have him out there. But I think what's really cool was uh, we had Charlie Sheen and Bob Uecker. Uh, oh. on on the same field together, so it was like major league about to happen. It was awesome. So I was yeah. like, "This is this is a pretty cool like moment that you know people don't kind of realize what's happening." But I was like, "Man, this is awesome." Well, we haven't talked about this. Do you realize how big a Reds fan Charlie Sheen is? I do, I do. Yes, I do. He blows uh, up my phone during games. That's awesome. That is all awesome. Yeah. the time. Yeah, I'm. I I, I did know that, and I'm. Uh, it's kind of why I, I dropped that one in there too <laughs> and he's like a baseball savant too because he will i mean he will the stuff that he texts me yeah um is like you know really intelligent baseball and he's usually oh, yeah. like he knows the game he's usually venting to me about yeah he knows the game he knows the game it's pretty cool <laughs> yeah no major reds fan so yeah uh, we'll add that uh i know you've got to go uh hit uh, yes as we speak uh, I'll, I'll leave on this. I, I Someone gave you advice and tell me that whether this quote is true. Today is the first and last day someone is going to watch you play. Make them remember it. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure where I heard that from. Um, but I think it was, I think I was in the minor leagues and one of our coaches, um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, playing good or I wasn't giving it a hundred percent and someone one of my coaches might have came up to me and said hey man listen like today someone came to watch you play baseball today so uh kind of don't don't let them down someone came to to watch you they spent their money to come watch you play this game go out there and, and give it everything you have and I was like that makes perfect sense so let's go do it well, everything that I heard prior to you arriving with the Reds, I I always will call around to people that you know dealt with you in Kansas City and Milwaukee, and not a bad word spoken about you, and nothing but high praise about being a teammate and being a professional. So I am looking forward to working with you, watching you in a Reds uniform, and I know a lot of Reds fans feel the same way. Where 
2020 is different. It's uh, yep. it's going to be different. It's going to be a 60 game sprint, something like we've never seen before in Major League Baseball. But it should be fun, man, and we'll be rooting you on. Absolutely, man. Uh, I just want to thank you for that compliment. That's uh, that's uh, that's the best compliment a uh, competitor. Yeah, uh, teammate can get man. So I really appreciate that, and thank you very much for having me on here. No problem. We'll have to do it again. I hope sometime. Absolutely. When the Reds are off to a twenty-eight and two start, no, a man can dream. Well, a man can well, dream. Yeah, thirty, thirty, you know, thirty, you know, <laughs> thirty, you know. <laughs> there you go. All right, that is Mike Mustakis, one of the newest Reds, and we can't wait for opening day of the twenty twenty season. Yes, I said twenty twenty season you can follow me at jim day tv twitter and instagram and thanks again for checking out the jim day podcast and we will see you on down the road everyone okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.